0: G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast here Once again with the great man himself, JLo, sitting down discussing the popular sports topics After a pretty good weekend of sporting action, we saw the NBA Finals finally set Now that the Toronto Raptors stormed back to win against the Bucks, pretty surprising result there We unpack Big Game 6 and then talk obviously about our AFL Fantasy teams Personally, I... Uh, Slid back a little bit, but again, my last few weeks of trading have been to try and get the perfect structure for the buys, so it's nearly time to put it to the test. We've got one more week before the dreaded buy rounds are here, so without further ado, here's j and I jumping in on another Sunday sit-down. All right, we are back for another Sunday sit-down a little bit later than usual, but uh, it has been a fantastic weekend of sport. How are you, Jolo?
1: I'm good, mate. I'm just cruising along. After I'm a bit exhausted, actually, after all the sport. But yeah, going it has great. been a uh, it has been a
0: slog on the couch trying to get through it all. But I didn't think we'd be sitting here and say that the Toronto Raptors are going to the NBA finals. We'll talk all our AFL fantasy stuff later. and We have got a couple of questions to answer for the public, but I want to start with the Raptors because sure. that was okay. That was pretty unexpected, especially
1: considering the Bucks were up 2-0. To start the series, how were your uh, what were your thoughts on the series? Well, we both sort of said bucks in six after that after the second game um, or after they just won game three. So um, yeah, I uh, I'm pretty surprised, stoked for Toronto, I'm glad yeah. it's happening. <laughs> I was
0: getting some real like I don't know what the exact word is, but I was. Fiending to be there watching yeah. all the dudes like partying in the street and yeah, it would have 100%. been great to have been there. But we can say that we watched Kawhi Leonard play the season that he led the Raptors to the finals. Yeah, that's 100%. Cool.
1: Yeah, got beaten by the Nuggets when I watched him, so that's great. Who else? Are we? Oh, we watching him play Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte as well. We well. right. Right. Yeah. ticked Kimber off. Who, yeah. We're going to, obviously,
0: as the NBA finals and stuff start to die down, we'll dive into a bit, a bit more about the draft and free agency I'm going to probably churn out a mock draft next week, so we might talk a couple of our draft prospects next week. Okay. Let's look to the finals just for now. Sure. Do you think that they stand
1: any realistic chance of beating the Warriors? Sure, I think so. They've got a great bench, so that's where they can definitely make up a lot of points. KD's missing for the first couple, which kind of hurts. Um... That, I'm fiending for that matchup between Kawhi and KD. Yeah, that would that be, would be amazing. Just arguably the two best players on the planet going straight at each other. Durant's been ruled out for at least the start of the finals,
0: but yeah. I guess that means game one don't know game two. Yeah. It was kind of cool to see that uh, Toronto's also got home court for yeah. on one game. Yeah. So you think, like, a they of, really
1: could. They really could. Do yeah, it a lot of the times in the
0: season, you know, it's very easy to get motivated for a big blockbuster. But when you're going up against Sacramento on the third night of a mm. home and home, and you're just trying to like get the they do matter. One win separated who would have home court advantage uh, in finals.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, it it really annoys me when teams give up in the regular season. You're no, like, mate, that like actually could make a huge difference. We talked Down about
0: a lot. I don't think we ever talked about it on the pod, but just how Denver's home court was such a huge factor oh, throughout the season. And because they finished with the second seed, it probably helped them take Portland to seven. Yeah, but absolutely. If it been Portland's home it would have
1: been a very different story. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have beaten um, San Antonio if no, they, no, that's probably if they didn't have home court. It was really important. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think Toronto could do it. I'm not, there's, I don't think they will. I would yeah. take uh, Golden State, but I don't see any reason why they couldn't. Potentially steal four games from the Warriors You know
0: Part of the reason That I'm Like I I, If I had to put Like a number on it I'd probably give them Like a 15% chance Of getting the W Because I just don't know How many times You can get Reliable games Out of anyone Not named Kawhi Like Kyle played Pretty solidly tonight Mark Gasol hit a couple Of big threes Wasn't great And they've just had Two amazing games From Red Vermilye. Yeah. How often is he gonna? I think from before that he was like over fourteen from three or something. So. Yeah. And Norman Powers played kind of like overachieved a bit. So if they're gonna beat Golden State, like everything kind of has to go perfect, including yeah, KD and Boogie missing more time.
1: A lot of that goes down to who that who those guys were playing against the bench players, who the benches they were playing against. True. So yeah, Warriors yeah. bench is so depleted. Yeah, um, all yeah, of a sudden, really? like
0: they, it wasn't a huge talking point because Iggy was kind of playing well. Yeah. Who else have they had to contribute? Kevon Looney, I guess, was all right. Mm. But and yeah, really I, I, I still do think it's a big factor. A lot of people yeah. are kind of I brushing it, it aside and being like, yeah, it does matter, but does it when they're playing that like this? Yeah. Like Draymond's yeah. arguably had just as impressive a playoffs as Steph, in yeah, my I opinion. Think. So yeah, it'll be a very interesting matchup. I think this is it's kind of cool to see Kyle Lowry and Mark DeSalle Make the finals. It's yep. always interesting to look at it from that perspective. Very happy. And be like, to, oh, first
1: time. Very happy to see Kyle Lowry. He'd It'll be very, really
0: very injury. interesting to see how he performs against Steph Curry. Like he could, kind of just have like one of those series, like Absolutely. kind of like Chauncey Billups did in the 04 Finals. Yeah. Just like oh, a Finals MVP. Yeah. Or like probably couldn't steal it from Kawhi. Let's be honest. If they're going to win, he'll probably take it. But
1: you never know. Yeah. Never you're know. Right. Yeah. Lowry's still an All Star. You know, he's a great defensive player. Takes a ton of charges. And Curry tends to fall away in the, the finals, so you know, like if it's if it's up to Clay and Draymond to score a lot of your points, that's a worry. Like that's yeah. definitely a worry for the Warriors. They
0: have had some, I guess, other like a pretty balanced contribution while KD's been out, and Steph he averaged like 35 against Portland. So the extra days off that they got will be very interesting to see how that helps for mm. you know, Durant and Boogie. Yeah. Uh, before we started recording, we read up about OG Ananobi found mm-hmm. out that it's very unlikely for him to come back that could be huge for Toronto imagine it comes all the way to this and if Ananobi had been healthy he might have been able to throw a body at Durant or Clay and just could have got you like half a game or a close win you know what I mean yeah
1: I, I know what you mean There's no, there can't be too many what-ifs in this, that's this situation yeah. you know? it's just you got there with who you've got that's all you can do but uh, yeah I'm very interested to see what happens still a few days off I right? think Thursday yep. will be Game 1, so we'll probably be back here after the first two
0: games in Toronto, which okay. will be very handy. Yeah, uh, okay. If you had to make a pick prediction right now, considering KD been, hasn't been ruled out of Game 1, but it's pretty much been ruled out of Game 1, and similar can be said for Boogie Cousins, where do you think the series is going to go?
1: Maybe Golden State in 5. Yeah. I'll go bold and say 5 instead okay. of 6. Yeah. I, can,
0: I think that that's more likely than a Toronto like two O lead and like forcing a longer series, it yeah. seems like the most likely outcome. Unless like Golden State are going to win short or Toronto are going to win long in yeah. the length of the series. Yeah. So could be
1: yeah. Uh, don't hope it's not a sweep just for Toronto's sake. Keep them game two at home. It could be a gentleman's sweep. Mate, I tell you what. If J- Toronto jumps out to two O though, that's that's where things change. Because if they jump out to two O and then they just snag one on the, the road. Well, apparently
0: uh, having a 2 lead isn't uh, that impressive. Let's turn our attention very quickly to the Bucs. Because yeah. uh, their season's over. Yep. We, multiple times, we got luckily enough to watch the game, multiple times during the last quarter where we were yelling at Giannis, going to take over and do something. Yeah. It was a little bit passive, I thought. Yeah. And kind of not shied away from the moment, but shied away from the moment
1: a bit. What do you uh, think about Janice after game six? I th- I th- he's still such a talent. I just think... And knowing the type of guy he is I think he's going to spend the next I don't know, three months However long the off-season is Just working on his three-point shooting Like, everything else is fine If he fixes his jump shot (coughs) Then everything's okay And he's the sort of guy who works hard enough That you feel like he could actually do it Um, He had a uh,
0: I think it was a third quarter Or like a stretch where he scored a couple of buckets in a row And he hit like a almost like a step a dribble step-back shot. It looked a bit like James Harden. I was yeah. like, Jesus, if he adds like a little move like that to his yeah. game, yeah. God, we are all dead. So, yeah, I, I still think there may be a little bit of criticism thrown to Giannis after this season. It really will be interesting to see what happens with Chris Middleton uh, in the off-season. All of a sudden, he's owed a lot of money. If he doesn't come back, Like, when did the bucks go?
1: Yeah, Chris Middleton seems like a guy who's smart enough to know that he's like a... Is a product of the situation he's yep. in. Gets to um, launch a lot of threes. Yeah, so I feel like Chris Milton would probably he'll be owed a lot of money, but he might be reasonable about it, yep. understanding the situation they're in with a generational talent and like a good roster. Like if if they get one move right over the off season, then things are fine. And let's be honest, the East looks still winnable. Yeah, very especially true. Especially if Kawhi's gone, they're in a good position. But it's uh yeah, I, I feel like. They'll just bring everyone back. I yeah, think I kind it's of backable.
0: I tend to agree. You reckon we were talking a little bit about All-NBA stuff today, just a quick one before we turn our attention to AFL Fantasy, a big weekend for the WA teams as well. Yeah. Um, with regards to the All-NBA, are you happy that it kind of determines who gets a supermax or not? Do you think that that's the right idea? Because essentially the media get to vote on... If a dude can make an extra thirty or forty mil, and did you think there's anything wrong with all the NBA teams?
1: Uh, no, I thought that. Oh, I, I honestly thought uh, Kyrie shouldn't have been second team. Third, I think Brad. I I would have honestly had Brad Beal in at least. um, At least he wasn't a. He feels like Kyrie uh, Kyrie was a negative to his team. We know
0: your uh, stance on Kyrie. I think it's pretty fair to say he was a bit of a negative for
1: his team. Um, So, yeah, I, that's the only problem I had. And uh, Supermaxes, yeah, I think that's okay. It's yeah, probably can... the purest way to do it. Um, all NBA caliber guys. Yeah. That's, that's what you want. It
0: so. seems, I can't remember all the rules and wrinkles of it, but it, it does seem like a, an interesting way to determine, like, not just Supermaxes, but like different contract lengths, is like the, your awards and things. Because think about like a dude like Mike Conley. Who has still got paid, so it didn't really matter. But like, has just never made an All Star team because of the depth of guards just in the West during his career. Like, it kind of sucks that he's not eligible to make that extra buck.
1: Well, but let's be honest. He's kind of that just tells you he's not quite that good. He's not quite as good as the other guys. I guess so. Yeah. Um, So therefore, probably doesn't deserve it. Yeah, Um, that's true. I think it's a solid way. I I don't mind it at all.
0: Yeah, I couldn't off the dome think of an alternative, but yeah, it's just been, it's been an interesting uh, topic that's floating around the uh, NBA for the last couple of days. All right, diving into uh, okay. AFL okay. fantasy now. The big uh, topic usually at the Sunday sit down. Do you want to go first, or shall I reveal the yeah um, the no. large fries and coke? Didn't over well, didn't really perform too much better than last week, but I was quite pleasantly impressed. Twenty one oh five they had from the boys, so. Considering, well, it actually wasn't that much further off what I had last week, but it felt like a more balanced attack this week. I okay. slid about uh, 1,500 spots in rank, but I held on to danger. Didn't trade him out this okay. week, so hopefully he's back. Um, and I didn't... I think most of the rookies that I took a punt on were all right, but uh, one of the mid-price blokes I tried to yeah. take a punt on didn't really work. Although so I feel much. kind of all right about trading in Jack Zubel. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm not so sure I'll be honest um, I think, oh, yeah, it's tough The short window you have him for is the only saving grace there Yeah, that's
0: like I, I kind of justified multiple times on the weekend I only need him to play to the round 14 by.
1: If he really stinks, yeah. then I can just chop him out at that I but almost wish you'd... I mean, I don't know if how the money would have worked out, but Dusty would have almost been Couldn't better. have got to... Oh, uh, maybe. I, I still yeah. can
0: get to that. might get him this way. Well, but yeah, um, um, I, d-
1: I just liked
0: the way that Martin... Oh, sorry, Carson. Like the way that was role was playing. Like, he played yeah. a lot of permanent forward this week for those that didn't get to see the game, but he was kind of let off the chain for... Granted, it wasn't the last five minutes of the game. Yeah. But he had, like, 20 points, no drama, so... Hopefully it'll be interesting to see what Reece Shaw does with him now that yeah, he's in charge of It's Very hard to, hard to gauge what's going to happen. Could almost, like, his kind of decision on where to use Z will kind of will dictate my next couple of weeks yeah, 100%. to a sense. Yeah. Uh, wasn't able to move on from the train wreck that is Gus Brayshaw as well, so...
1: Yeah, that's a shame.
0: He's now at five hundred and ninety-seven grand, I think. So he's gone under six hundred k. But I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? I kind of just have to hold him. Like, yeah. I think I have missed the boat where I could have offloaded him. Yeah. Injuries to Matty Crouch. Now Tom Rockleaf will probably yeah. see me hold him again. But that's all right because if similar is evil, if it comes around thirteen, he sucks. There's plenty of round twelve dudes that I can just make enough money with two other trades at a land. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's where uh, the large fries and coke are sitting. Moved up. I think one spot in the sports by Fry League, oh, and I moved back one spot, so I'm eighty third now. Okay. Chris Tassel shot back up to seconds in around hundred and fiftieth overall. So, what well on Tass? Yeah, uh, nice top nice of the nice. top of the league is the Los Angeles Knights, run by Justin McInerney. For those, okay. uh, Good uh, those I'll see if I can figure out where Joe macs sitting. While
1: you let us know how Chris Blocken went. Chris Blocken. They were f- they were fine. Um, I obviously messed up my captaincy. Went McRae instead of Grundy mm, on my stings a bit. on my Rolls Royce rule. <laughs> um, so yeah, McRae coming in for the first week. Really disappointed, but Josh Kelly, who I brought in last week, was great. Um, Rocky went down for me, so that's going to really be a feature. Yeah. Ended up with two one fifty three, I believe. Slid okay, back, nice. Actually, slid back about eight hundred. Positions. Positions? Whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, ranked positions. Spots. Spots. I don't know spots, mate. spots. There we go. You pick it up when you're putting down. Um, yeah, so it was a reasonable week. Um, probably looking to work on buy structure in okay, the upcoming nice. trades. So I don't know if we're going to talk about those right now. Yeah, or... I
0: reckon we'll transition a bit into them. Just quickly, uh, read off your midfield for the people playing along at home. Pre-trades. Um, this round, you know what I mean? Like what you were Rage rolling with in round 10. Cause okay. This might be one of the nicest midfields of the competition. The other lines might leave something to be desired,
1: but this is still a nice engine room. Yep, so I had Cripps, Trelaw, Kelly, Sloan, Crouch, Rockliffe and Walsh. So that's, uh, you know... That works. Yeah, it does. I'm pretty happy with how it's sitting. Obviously, McRae coming in this week was a bit of a letdown, but he'll bounce back. It's Jack up. McRae. That feels like the absolute worst he'll put out this... Yeah, um, yeah, t- top touch touch number. Uh For those
0: playing along the home, just very quickly, the Los Angeles Knights currently sitting at 146. Okay, overall, good old 146.
1: Oh, I love yeah. that number. It's a nice number. number. Shout out to Albany.
0: Shout out to Albany. Out to Albany. Um, all right, yes, the buys. So off the dime, Do you know how many blokes you have playing each week
1: at this stage, uh, or how many? Least. Sorry, how many have out? I guess is a more an easier way of determining it. Well, I know I've got 18, 18, so 18 first week, 18 second week, and yep. then it get, goes down to uh, like 13 or something. Okay. Um, so I feel like that's the more important okay. thing eight, to eight, know. 8, 14, something, something like, like that. Like yeah, that. Okay. That's, um, yeah, it's 14 heavy, but uh, obviously I've got time to flick those around. So I'm confident I should be able to field enough each week, probably end up with 19 or 20 in in the next week, Oh, sorry, in round 12. Yep. And then just keep flicking it from there with the three trades. I was saying to you
0: when we did a little bit of number crunching before we started film, uh, recording that some of the rookie picks will, might really help me during the buys. Like I've invested in a lot of the guys. Like I've got Oscar Baker, who I thought might string a couple of games together. Questionable still. But like, yeah. still took, took a punt on some of those guys that's worked for me. So if they play for the next couple of weeks, I might be sitting pretty. But yeah, yeah if they miss, like Will Hayes got dropped this week, yeah, and that sure. stings a bit. Willem Drew, I've still got him. If he doesn't come back in, he, he might. He played a pretty good cuts. game. So. Rocky out helps. Yeah, I think so. And Wines, I don't really know how much longer away he is. Sure. Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Have you Out of 10, if you had to put a number on it, how are you feeling about
1: the buys right now? Uh, I I fail to look far, far enough ahead, so I'm like ranking myself lower to maybe a 6 or a 7, okay. just because I'm like, oh, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Yeah, right. But, only um, I only think out of
0: curiosity, okay. sorry to say, is uh, three or four weeks away. Okay. Right. So, hmm. yeah, bokey, hopefully will be good. Yeah. Hopefully it hope doesn't so. get shut down.
1: Yeah. Well, it'd be a lot easier to shut it down now. Yeah.
0: It's I don't know how coming back and getting his 90s, yeah, that'd be nice. Go, all right, uh,
1: so what are your trades looking like for this week before we get into some Q&A stuff? So, well, let's be honest, Rocky's at least two weeks because he's got the buy, um, and I saw... They would not uh, risk flying into China. Yeah, pr- surely not. Well, look, if he plays, then things will change. But at this point, I uh, I see an opportunity to go for a super premium from yep. Rocky. And so and this also works for my buyers. Um, bring in Gaff, yep. and then trade down... Uh, I think it was like, like Petrocelli or someone to Bewley. Okay. Because um, so, I didn't have to go up too much for Gaff. Yeah. I will um, say this. A couple of the questions. Oh, it was Bailey Scott. There you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A couple
0: of questions I was getting was asking a bit about Bewley. For those that didn't watch the game, and he's, I think, scored like a 35, 38, something like that. Mm-hmm. But so He went up seven. Yeah, okay. but the uh, kicks and like plays he did have, even though it was like low numbers, he was very like impactful. Like He arguably looked like one of the best kicks out there. Right. Even when the pressure was on, he got to 38, there you go. But I think, hopefully, Ross can uh, let him play a couple of games, and if he strings a few games in a row, yep. I reckon he might hold his spot throughout the buys. But it's so tough to say, a like, job really security-wise, of a rookie yeah. after
1: one performance. Well, the good news for me with that trade, it actually worked really well, because... Bailey Scott was just sitting there anyway. So, yep. like at least you on potentially play or someone else coming in. Um, yeah,
0: I did the same with my move, but I got rid of Will Hayes, who from memory had like 18 touches in the VFL. I was like, oh, he had a cup of coffee in yeah. the league, played a month of footy. Do I really think he's coming back? Probably not at this yeah. stage. Like, doesn't really, like, <laughs> let's be honest, the Bulldogs midfield doesn't really need him. Right. So. Yeah, so, I think I'm going to move on from him. Uh, and then, similar to you, moving on from Rocky, I think it's a wise move getting rid of him. Uh, considering he's out for two, which we will obviously answer in a few seconds time with the questions. And I'm finally gonna be a proud lucky midfield owner. Yeah,
1: I think that'll feel good.
0: Round fourteen and I'm gonna bring him into my midfield. So then I've got a link in my midfield and defence for the buys. I've got two forward links. So I think I'm I'm fairly confident heading
1: into the buys. If I'm gonna make
0: any jump this year, it has to be this next couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah. I uh Lockie Woodfield would be very, very nice coming in. So, similar feeling with Gaff. they the the only two 800k players in the league, and pr- probably rightly so. The way they're going, yeah, they go true. Getting around 13 by a bloke kind of suits you in your midfield as well. Yeah, like it your does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. I think I only had Trelaw. So yeah, that's okay. going to be beautiful, Gaff Trelaw Kelly. Oh, that is oh. nice, and then hopefully Danger goes down a little bit in price, and then you yeah. can uh, jump on him. Yeah, he'd be perfect to bring in. Or honestly, I could. Squeeze Whitfield into my back line for around round 14 by as well. So yeah, that'd be perfect. Plenty of options. Options abound. Beautiful. Alright, let's dive into some questions
0: before we wrap this thing up. Uh, Mitch, AFL Fantasy, asks, hold or trade Rocky? So do you think, regardless of uh, how people are looking this week, that you must trade Rocky or can
1: you justify holding him? uh it really depends on on your rookies who are on the bench yeah, okay. uh, there's call. not many people I would trust unless you had maybe a Sydney stack down there or something mm-hmm. he might might be okay but i I'd probably be moving him on um but if I guess it's to, it's if you need it or not if they've got more pressing issues then yeah I think for a lot of
0: coaches it will be a popular decision to make this week whether Rocky goes or not but I'm not hundred convinced that he's like the same. Calibre a player As he was at Brisbane Like he's put up Some good scores this year yeah, But yeah. it might be wise To move him on Because who've they got We've had a look they got Geelong And then They've got a tough run i got Frio Off their by Frio then Geelong But then he strings About four games in a row at Quite easy even. Yeah So if he like Looks alright a couple of weeks After that At least we get another look at him we yep. can get someone that's playing definitely for the next two weeks. I think it's a wise move. Yeah,
1: and there's always a chance if he plays this week or in just a few weeks' time he re-injures it, doesn't fully get back from the hammers. So, yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be off the rocky train
0: probably. One of the other questions I got was from Branko asking any idea of the severity of his uh, string injury. So early reports were that he'd missed two or three weeks. So we could see him come back in round 13 straight off his bye, but... It's tough to say. Alright, another question. Will Bewley hold his place in the side? We talked a bit about him. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's your only
1: downgrade target at the moment? Or have you got... Did you get Baker? Uh, I got Baker, yeah. So, probably at this point, I'd, I'd have to have a bit more of a deep. Dive. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I think,
0: like I said, it's so tough to tell off one game. But I think, considering he looked, looked good using the footy, yeah. I'd hope that he... We've got a tough game. We've got Collingwood at the MCG this week, though, yeah. before the bye. So... It's a tricky one. If he holds his spot, though, I think he's a good downgrade target because yeah. he has played like he's been rumored to play all season. So hopefully, yeah. he strings a couple of games in the back half of the year anyway. Ross seems like the sort of bloke to throw a couple of games at the, uh, like a rookie He also seems like a kind of bloke to just do some random shit and just pull pull which uh, cat out of the bag. So hopefully, uh, yeah. he doesn't do that for uh, Bewley. Got another one here. Is Oscar Baker still an option for Hayes, or do you prefer Buley You've got Baker. Yep, got Baker
1: and now probably we're gonna have the yeah.
0: If you had to have one. I think um, Baker looked pretty good around. Baker the did look today, good. And even against West Coast, like I said, he scored pretty
1: decently. Like just lost a lot of hold of the ball for his kicks, really? Like yeah. what was it, like three or four times he got pinged? Yeah, he's got a bit of confidence about him. I think it was yeah, I at least saw two. Um yeah, he keep two snags today as well. Which is yeah, really and he he it looked a bit like he went for a bit of a position change today. Yeah, um, and the commentators noted it, and that's kind of when he started to turn on in that back half of the game. So, yeah, I can see him holding his spot. I just just looking at where Melbourne is on the ladder yeah, too, true. their season's probably off off the rails really. So. Yeah, there's not a lot to be uh, salvaged from yeah, that. Yeah, it's over, I think. So they might as well just get as many games into he game can I hope through. so. I hope he does string a couple together. I think yeah. he will. All
0: right, next up, Paul asks, Cripps is causing me major headaches. Mm. What do we do with him? I mm. called it out. I put... Uh, ha- this actually is a bit of a side. I order my uh, fantasy players, sometimes by average, but usually in just rank of recent performances. Yeah, I So I penalised uh, Andrew Gaff this week, moved him out of the number one spot. Cripps. like, sorry. Is, yeah. Penalised Cripsy and moved Gaffy into number one, mm-hmm. and I said to you, Crips hasn't gone over 115 in about a month, And needs to send a message, and only had another
1: 80 odd or 90 yeah, odd this week, so. Yeah, just maybe scraped to 90. Yeah, I uh, Crips is starting to worry me. Lucky, you know, he he won't go down too much more. Touch wood again. Yeah. Um, so you feel pretty safe. You'll hover at 650 at the absolute minimum, and then probably bounce back with a couple of big performances. So. I'm holding for now, but um, certainly one to watch. Uh, the, the the question is: Are there that many good options, especially with the buys True. right here? He does have around fourteen buys as well. Yeah, Cripsy. So I don't know why I keep calling
0: Chris. It' would so be, be good the to point uh, you
1: move him on if he's not performing. Yeah,
0: it will be good to give him another couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. they've had a couple of beltings on their hands as well. Like they lost to North by about sixty points not too
1: long ago, didn't they? Yeah, but if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen throughout the season. So yeah, they have got to be we've got to be careful. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sort of a bit worried about old uh, Cripsy. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what he dishes up.
0: All right, so that pretty much wraps up the Q&A. Again, if you've got any other questions throughout the week, feel free to shoot them through to Sports by Fry. What's your uh, Twitter handle? You need to get back on the, the Twitter I've
1: got no idea. No.
0: <laughs> All right, shoot them to me, and I'll, uh, I'll offer, well, shoot them over to the fantasy expert in the house. But yeah, uh, right. thanks, once again, for joining the Sunday sit-down, J-Lo. Anytime. Uh, you did pick Warriors in five. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll go Warriors
0: in five. I am going to say Warriors in seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. In Toronto. Oh, that would kind of suck. That would kind of suck. Actually, Actually now nah, Warriors, nah, Warriors gentlemen's sweet. Yeah, okay. Raptors win game two. Kevin probably comes back game three. Boogie comes back game five. Ball down. I hope Boogie doesn't come back. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to see. Uh, I just don't want to see Golden State win anymore. I'd no, give it. them one more. Give them one more, and then, then the dynasty, and then <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, much. pretty much beautiful. Yeah. All right, well, we will cover everything in the NBA offseason and continue to uh, talk AFL fantasy moving forward. Good luck for the boys. Uh, thanks for sitting in on the Sunday sit down again. Thank you, J Lo.
1: Go hard in the paint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's going to do it from another Sunday sit down. Nearly the end of May, so. We're approaching June, big NBA draft time, and obviously finals matchup, starting again, some interesting times in the footy as well with the buy rounds. Definitely going to uh, dictate a lot of my moves this week and moving forward with future players coming off their buy. There's still time to set yourself up, ready for the next couple of rounds. We've got two trades this week and then starting from round 12... Every team will have their best 18 scores count and then you get three three trades a week, so an extra one there. So that's good to know. So it's time to start prepping for them if you haven't already. I know that I've been doing it for a long time. So hopefully it can help my team make a jump in the rankings. But once again, thank you for listening. You can check out my round wrap-up video, article, podcast. Probably get all of them done tomorrow. Got to spend a belated Mother's Day with mum. So the video might be out on Tuesday. And again, on Wednesday, you can check out my Dream Team Talk Cash Cow's Guide with all the rookies. Plenty to talk about this week. So thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, go Raptors. Peace.